Welcome to the Hazel Rockets podcast, the number one golf podcast for new product launches, interviews with industry experts, golf trends, and more. Here are your hosts, Jen, Ken, and Bill. Hey, I'm Jen. I'm Ken. And I'm Bill. We want to welcome you to this week's Hazel Rockets. Um, well, are you ready to get started? Yes. Okay. This week, we have Gary Ramston from Sun Mountain in studio. But first, we have some topics that we're going to want to talk about. And we want to thank everyone who has been checking us out on uh, whatever podcast you guys typically listen to. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, etc. We have people checking us out from, like, everywhere. All over, like, not just the United States, but all over the world. France, international sensation. We are an international sensation. Yes. France is still our like top, um, our top people. Do any of you guys speak French? No. Croissant. French fry. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, let's be respectful. Um, but Germany, I think we have Israel, uh, uh, Australia, uh, Austria. Just I, to name a few. Czech. I, I don't know, I'm just going to start naming random countries whether or not they're actually listening to us, so I should stop. Okay, should we get started? Certainly. All right. Recently, um, my kid moved away to college, and um, like most parents, that meant that I was going to turn his room into a theater room and completely kick him out. Uh, but I wanted him to still feel like he had a place to come when he came home, so I went online to Amazon and I bought a, shout out, Sound Asleep Products Dream Series Air Mattress. Okay, so there's a shout out to the product. Um, they're not a sponsor or anything, so I'm just saying it. Blew it up, and my kid comes home, and he's like, Mom, this deflated three times in the middle of the night. Um, okay, whatever. I contact the company because of course my son doesn't come home until after 30 days when his laundry is all dirty because that's my kid and I'm outside the initial 30-day warranty I figure I can't just return it this is gonna be a hassle and within five minutes I get a response from the company that says give us a call okay so I call and Daniel answers and it's this super sexy um, uh, voice on the other end for, with this um, with this uh, accent um, from the United Kingdom, and he's okay. Which I'm sorry, but really, we've, we've gone off the rails. I think so. <laughs> We're, um, yeah, super sexy inflatable bed. Okay, keep, keep talking. Okay, so that's not part of the story. But anyways, um, Daniel's like. <laughs> now we know why we're telling this story because she can rehash that voice back in her head over and over again. That's so. a great voice. Yes. Not part of the story. Um, What's the phone number? Can you shout out call? Okay. Anyways. She's turning red, by the way. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Anyways, um, Daniel's like, okay, normally our policy is it's after 30 days. You're totally still within the warranty. We'll, we would take the bed back, repair it, and ship it back to you. However... I was like at 40 days. Um, however, we want you to be completely satisfied, so I'm going to just ship you out a completely new bed within, and you'll get it within two days. So, one, I thought that was really good customer service. And then within two days, I got the new bed. At 8.30 that night, he sent me a, um, he called, like, called me back within like an hour to say, it's all taken care of. At 8.30 that night... back to another phone call. The Daniel person so. called you? Yeah. Oh. yeah. He called at 8.30 that night, and he's in New York, so that's, what, 11.30 his time, because we're on the West Coast, to let me know that it had all been taken care of. Um, and then they... Um, uh, and then not only that, but if I ever have a an issue with that product, regardless of the amount of time that we own that, just to let them know because they're going to stand behind that their product and they want to make sure that we're comfortable and happy with their with their with their product. So what I got out of that story is that all of our special guests are going to be Englishmen from here on out on Hustle Rockets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Englishmen from New York. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's totally not the part pro- the where I was going with that. However, Sound Asleep Products Dream Series Air Mattress. Uh, 
definitely stands behind their their products and their customer service on that was top notch and if you're in the market for one i definitely suggest uh going on amazon and picking one up for yourself and does it sleep well he's been on it and it works I haven't actually inflated the second one oh, yet, but I'm okay. sure, I'm sure. And the thing I liked about it was really high. It was almost the size of a of a regular size wow. bed, the first one. So that and Taylor's a gigantosaurus, so he yeah. probably popped yeah, it the first time. Six foot four, yeah. so yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there's my story. Good stuff. And I think everyone needs a call center with Englishmen that that. Uh, on the other line. Clearly you think that, yeah. Clearly I think that. Clearly I think that even if they said, you're past the warranty and we're not going to take care of it, she still would have enjoyed the phone call (laughs) and we'd still be talking about the story. (laughs) No, we're not sending one out. Okay, can I call you and ask again tomorrow? No. I think you better start working on an English accent. (laughs) You're going to have any more fun at home. Anyway, all right, we should move on. We should move on. What else would you guys like to talk about? You guys took my my nice story and took it off the rails. (laughs) We took it off the rails. Yeah. Yeah, I think not. Uh, I'd like to make a shout out uh, to someone we lost over the last week. So uh, Mac Champ um, used to work for us here at the Hagen Oaks Golf Course uh, and um, is Cameron Champ, the PGA Tour winner's uh, grandfather. Um, Mac was a, uh, a true gentleman and his passion for the game was really infectious. He, he volunteered in all of our junior programming, our Special Olympics program called California Eagles, and um, certainly it's well documented with uh, Cameron that... Uh, he introduced ha- him to the game. Exactly, and, and, and Cameron was out here all the time as a, as a youngster and learning the game, and um, certainly he, passed on his passion for the game to I his grandson. Max served on the Sacramento Golf Council He for did. A while. He ran all kinds of amateur tournaments here in Sacramento, and... Um, he will be very missed. He was a, a really good man. Special man. So, yep, yep, yep. Okay. That, that was good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Tiger Woods, he had a big win. Yeah. Zoso, number 82. 82, to yeah. tie the all-time record with Sam Snead. Um, does that, does that uh, increase his legacy, you think? Or does, you know, is that cemented already? Well, it's cemented, but it just adds to it, and it just gives the, you know, it's going to stir up the conversation again of who the greatest of all time is, and which a lot of people think Tiger is already. But um, the the all-time major record is definitely back in his sights, yeah. I think. So. Yeah. Do you guys think he's going to do it? Personally, I do not think he'll get there, but... Uh, I think he we, he lost too much kind of core early 40s time to be able to get there. But I, I think he'll be in the mix several yeah, more times. he'll be in the chase. And, yeah. uh, there's just a lot of good talent on the tour now. Too. Yeah. He's got to beat a lot of uh, much deeper fields yeah. than, that's, than before. That's three wins, and that was the last 14 uh, tournaments. Incredible. I mean, that, that's pretty amazing. That's remarkable. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but things are just always more exciting when we have Tiger Correct. Yeah. Uh, in the mix. And did you play with Tiger at some point? I did this many years ago. Yeah, I had a chance to uh, down at La Costa play uh, six holes with him, um, which was an amazing experience. And actually, even more so, uh, Nike at the time invited some of their top retailers down for a day with Tiger. So we spent about two hours talking with him. There was six, I think, uh, maybe six to ten of us, and it was literally just across the table asking him any questions we wanted and. Um, him talking about how uh, him running cross country in in high school, how he would be, he was the guy that would be on the uh, starting line, trash talking the other guys up uh, in the front, and just how spirited and competitive he was, and um, you know it's uh, it That's was a, it everything. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, everything you did. Yeah, no doubt his killer instinct was you know from a very early age. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, so, uh, do you think you can use that? You know, obviously you guys are besties because of that. Yeah, and no. get him on the show for us later? Probably not, yes. Oh, oh, I can well. bring a stuffed tiger. I think that's the closest I'm going to get. And so. a photo that you took with them that yeah. you proudly uh, display in your office, which yep. is uh, yeah, fun was, to look it at. Was a, it was a wild day. I, I hit a, my first shot. I was so nervous. I mean, hitting in front of Tiger Woods and hit quite possibly the best drive I've ever hit in my life. That was The adrenaline was going so far. And, I, and uh, he smirked at me and said, nice shot. And got up there and his ball hadn't reached its pinnacle as it oh, flew gosh. over the top of my ball. Well, and, that's uh, actually probably a pretty good indicator then cuz I mean you went up there and you you just 
nailed your, your shot, uh, something I, you felt proud of. Yeah. But then to see how amazing he was up against your, you yeah. know, I mean, I probably hit it two eighty, two ninety, and it, you know, hit his ball had to be out there. 350 yards it was That's it was cool. insane. That's cool. You couldn't have been any more nervous than when you played with me and made that 13. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. 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 If you uh if you want that story you can go back to uh an earlier podcast. Yes. So, yeah. What else? What else do you want to talk about? You just got back. I don't know if you're allowed to talk about it though. Yeah, I can give some inklings. Yeah, so Golf Digest hot list um there February issue comes out every year. It's the biggest Golf Digest, uh, most read, most purchased issue for them uh, over the course of the year. Um, It's a review of all the new 2020 products. So um, several thousand different golf club models are submitted uh, for review. Um, And uh, I was one of five retailers that spent three days down there going through too much more than that yeah um but uh it it was fascinating i'm you know i get to see brands and models that i've never even heard of that uh are from korea and uh every parts of the globe and you know some of them don't have a word of english on them and it's it's pretty wild so i can say though that the um the general consensus is that for 2020 there is going to be more alternatives for um, for game improvement golf clubs for the middle to higher handicappers. Um, a lot of the mainstream products out there, they're having more draw bias, more loft, uh, shallower designs that are going to hit hit the ball higher, um, some easier to hit lofts, um, and that's pretty universal. With kind a lot of like of the, what the we vendors. saw with Cleveland, I think maybe when Cleveland was in here, yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I can you know ping today with their current lineup. They have a uh, an LST driver, which is a low spin technology driver, and then they have their standard G410, and then they have an SFT driver, which is a uh, a uh, draw bias, uh, higher lofted, higher trajectory version. I can say there's a lot of vendors that are going to be uh, having similar type products next year. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, Callaway has a couple new putters. They do, actually. I brought them up. So um, we've got them here for those watching us, and we can talk a little bit about them for those listening to us. But uh, the Odyssey Stroke Lab series has two brand new models. There is a... Uh, Stroke Lab uh, Silver model that's been out, and these are the first two entries of the Stroke Lab Black series. Um, and uh, the, the, the Bird of Prey and the Ten. And the Ten, yep. And the Bird of the uh, Which actually I have. you I have, the, have, I have the Ten. And it looks remarkably like a spider putter mm-hmm. from like uh, from uh, Taylor Made. Yeah. Um, kind of two big features of this. One is the Stroke Lab shaft, and what they've done is they've taken. 40 grams out of the middle of the shaft and put 20 more in the head and 20 more in the butt end of the shaft. And if you think about it uh, like a... Um, this is a very, very... Um, I was going to say nondescript uh, putter... Uh, <laughs> putter grip? grip? Putter grip. Oh, yeah, but you're just going to throw the wrong end there. So um, imagine a... Um, and I'm teasing. It's yeah. it's a very uh, yeah. You outlandish. can tell it's an odyssey. Yeah. yeah. Imagine an ice skater when they want to spin more, they actually get in real tight. So in type into the middle of the shaft, and when they want to slow down, they actually extend their arms out and get it wide, and that actually makes them spin less. And so the design of the putter is similar to where if you can counterbalance it and get more weight on the heel and toe, the consistency the ability for the putter to want to move in your hands is reduced a little bit. The MOI is just, yeah. Yeah, yep. And so, and then the other big thing is on the uh, on the face of this, you'll see there's some uh, micro hinges, and actually uh, we've got we've got plastic on it, so you can feel it at the moment, but there's little hinges on it, and actually uh, when you putt, the hinges actually bend a little bit and then actually want to impart overspin on the ball as it comes off the face, so... Two brand so. new. They literally just arrived this week. All right, Bird of Prey and Ten. Yep. Are they on our sponsor, uh, Morton Golf Sales? They are. They are both mallet styles. So yeah, 
comes off the face faster, true roll, yeah. and then uh, high MOI for uh, no twisting at impact, yeah. so the face stays super square. And I can't say anything, but you know, it'd be, you know, it's a possibility that there could be some more Stroke Lab black putters down the road. You know, I, I wouldn't know. So. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Why would yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my so. goodness. Um, what about Hanma? Hanma, uh, brand new XP1 products. So, uh, also brand new, brand new, just arrived. Um, as I'm clanging them around. I here, know we so. brought these out too. So, yeah. if, and by the way, if you're listening to us, we I would like to say we also have um, we also are filming this, and you can find us on our Morton Golf Sales uh, YouTube channel, or you can uh, catch us on HazelRocketsPodcast.com. And you can check us out there where you can see all these new products for yourself. Um, so there's that. Yep. So Hanma is really big in the U.S. Uh, they in signed the Justin Rose. Uh, actually, they've been worldwide, been really big in Japan. But in the U.S., they're making a big push. Um, and this is kind of their first uh, U.S.-designed product. And it's called Tour World XP1. And if you guys take the head... And actually hold it out with the shaft away from you, other yeah the other way there. You can feel how incredibly mm -hmm. lightweight that shaft is out there. Like Bill is holding I'm, it there. I'm showing this. Yes, correct. I know. Yes. I always hold them wrong. But. Um, but the design is is a very very ultra lightweight golf club um, to uh, generate as much club head speed as you can. There's a large dual channel on the bottom of the uh, golf club right near the face. And that, that actually compresses it impact and creates uh, a more a higher ball speed. Um, it is a huge channel. It is, yeah. And actually has, if you look real close, kind of has multiple channels within the channel. Um, and uh, uh, brand new, we've, we've actually put it on uh, TrackMan and it's actually testing really well thus far. It's the Grand Canyon of channels. Of channels, yep. yep. And then they have a, uh, a new uh, iron as well that goes with it. Um, it's a multi-material, has tungsten in the heel, um, and in the sole of the golf club, a really high trajectory, really easy to hit, uh, really game improvement type golf club. I would like to say Hanma, in my head, is priced really expensive. This is not that expensive of a club, however. Yeah, they're higher end. So with their um, Berez line, they put varying degrees of real gold in it. And so if you, and they call them one star, two star, three star, four star, and five star. A five star uh, golf club is actually completely coated in gold. And for a full set ranges somewhere in the seventy-five dollars to $80,000 range. We should get one of those on the on the show to show. I yeah. think that would be fun. However, this this particular club that I have in my hand is priced at two ninety nine. Yeah, they're so they're much more reasonable. Yeah, so the XP one by Hanma just out, um, and it's performing well. You think? Yep. Who's this geared for? Kind of middle to uh, middle handicappers, middle to high handicappers will will get the best benefit from the weight. So I know that you're saying that uh, that's going to be perhaps a focus in two thousand twenty. It sounds like that's a focus right now of a lot of the companies that have been launching uh, new clubs right now anyways. Um, whereas I would say last year, uh, a lot of the clubs that were coming out were really focused on low handicap golfers. Uh, so it seems like the swing has gone the opposite direction. Yeah, it's not that there's fewer golf clubs for the better players. Cause, I wouldn't say, I'm yeah, not necessarily what But I'm I think saying. We're, we're expanding more and creating more options for more varying degrees. You know, a good example is Titleist. Uh, they have their current line of woods that are extended in, to, into 2020 right now. Um, and it's, they, they originally had the TS2 mm -hmm. um, and TS3 woods and now have a TS1 right. and a TS4. TS4 is designed for the very, uh, you know, the tour player who's looking for really low spin. But TS1 is very much like this XP1 where it's super ultra lightweight. And actually, we were looking at our sell-through numbers uh, prior to this trip to the hot list. Over half of our woods are, that we've sold with Titleist thus far have been TS1s. And that's an audience they never spoke to before. Yeah. 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 All right. Awesome. Uh, I think we should break for commercial. But after our commercial, we have a very special guest. Um, we are going to be bringing on uh, Gary from Sun Mountain. Um, I'm kind of excited. Uh, Sun Mountain, I think, is a pretty cool 
uh, brand. They are out of uh, Missoula, Montana. I know this because one of my staff members is from Missoula and she's always talking about the cheese fries from Missoula, which I've never had, but I hear they're pretty spectacular. Um, however, I also talked to a fire jumper recently who had never heard of cheese fries from Missoula who was also from there. So if you are from Missoula, you will have to drop us a line and tell us, are there cheese fries or are there not? That is my big question. We do know there's Sun Mountain, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. there's Sun Mountain. Yeah. But that, my bigger question is, are there cheese fries in Missoula? <laughs> <laughs> it always revolves around food. Maybe, everything, everything should revolve around maybe food. Maybe Gary will be able to answer that question because yeah, I'm sure go. he's been there. So. <laughs> okay, that'll be our first question for Gary after, after this break. This is what we really want to know. Are there cheese fries in Missoula? So stick with us when we return on Hazel Rockets. We'll be right back. Hey, Bill here. I wanted to pause real quick to thank our sponsor, MortonGolfSales.com. Morton Golf Sales is the number one online retailer for all your golfing needs. From the newest clubs on the market to the classics that you can't find anywhere else, Morton Golf Sales has the best products and customer service at the lowest possible prices. Want to check out their huge online inventory of clubs, clothing, golf balls, accessories, and save 12% on your first order? Just use coupon code ROCKETS at checkout on mortongolfsales.com. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Now, back to the show. Gary Ramston, thanks for joining us today. I can't stress to you enough how it is a pleasure <laughs> to be here. All right, well, I got a face for radio, but uh, thank you, too. Um, Sun Mountain is really proud to be here. Uh, we're celebrating our 36th year this year. Actually, wow. just pretty much this time of year is when uh, Rick Reimer started the company. He's the uh, sole founder, and um, he's a pretty creative guy. He's got uh, a lot of things that we can talk about today, and and uh, Morton Golf has been a tremendous uh, uh, help in our promotion of all the products that we do. So, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I think the number one question that our viewers want to know is is basically cheese fries. Are there cheese fries in Missoula? Yes, and I ate most of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they, I don't know how many are left. Okay. I think one of the coolest things, and I mean, I you guys might disagree, but I think one of the coolest things about Sun Mountain was, I mean, in 1986, Sun Mountain kind of revolutionized the golf bag industry in that with the Eclipse bag and the introduction of of legs yeah, to create in. the um, what everyone now is knows as a stand bag. I mean, no one was really doing that before Sun Mountain, correct? Nice job in doing your homework. Rick came up with this idea, and uh, it was kind of funny, I mean, as, as being golf professionals and so forth, they all looked at him and they gave him the you know the old fish eyes. What are you doing? We don't need to stand on a bag. What is what's it? And uh, so he introduced it. We actually made it the first bags in um, in San Jose in uh, Northern California area. Rick Scoffro still maintains his PGA uh, process there, and and so um, they just he made as many as he could make, which was about two or three hundred at the time. Sold every one of them pretty much locally, and then the momentum just. Um, and you guys are part of the of the you know a lot of the associational groups that kind of just jumped on it and kind of ran from there yeah we were in that first group i remember yeah. and it, it was you know kind of mad scientist type stuff at first and especially with the shape of the bag being yeah. a little bit uh, triangular yeah, exactly, a little bit yeah oblong and with the the back end sticking out so like yeah clearly yeah. remember that yeah and imagine yeah. now i mean you, you fast forward what 30 something years yeah. it's you know over half of the bags we sell now have stands on them I oh mean, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it changed golf it absolutely changed yeah. golf so we're doing that and then uh, and he brought forth he saw this uh gal pushing her baby down the street and um in this kind of a trolley trolley kind of a trolley kind of vehicle and he says we are, we're gonna make a cart you know, because at that time, uh, the carts were kind of the, the municipal two legs, you know, kind of rickety kind of things. And um, and then so he, it, he called it a speed cart, and it was a three-wheeler, and it would and you could push it, nice balance. You kind of push under the center of gravity and set over the top of it. So he's got the speed cart thing. He's got the legs thing. I'm going to show you a little peek on some of the travel goods that we've got. And then 
he decided to make a cart bag. Okay. We're on the couch, right? It's time to get off the couch. Okay, we're all about getting off the couch, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, golf's, uh, golf's is getting it outside and walking around. And sure, you take a cart, it's fun. It's got the outside and all that. So this is, this is going to be my get off the couch speech. All right, let's get off the couch. Um, we'll talk a little bit about my cart bag. And uh, your facility and, and Morton Golf uh, has really put us on the map with uh, this bag. It's, it's called the C-130. And... Um, We've really, we've sold hundreds and hundreds and thousands of these, and it's evolved through the ages um, of being a lightweight bag for a cart, but then it's got all the bells and whistles. Guy comes in and, and he puts it on the, he doesn't, he wants every, the center of his universe is right there, you know, his putter bay is part of it, a 14-way divider so the clubs don't cross over, easy to get in and out, and Wedge always has its little special spot over here. If it misses a green, it may have go in, in another point. So, so let's start stop there for a second. Let's talk about the importance of a fourteen way divider. Um, can I mean I know we do a weekly show on Wednesdays as well. That's live. Um, but we talk a lot about the importance of a fourteen way divider. Do you want to just yeah, the um, wear and tear on a grips is not necessarily from actually the oils in our hands or use through a golf swing. Most of it actually comes with the grips rubbing on one another as they're going in in and out of the bags. So with the fourteen way divider, you can expect your grips usually to have a lifespan at least a time and a half longer with a 14-way divider golf bag than without. And that's if it goes all the way to the bottom, which is a, a key point of this bag. I mean, it's not just a 14-way top divider, right. but if it's going all the way to the bottom. Separate which... sleeves for each golf club. Yeah, so we go ahead, keep going. It's, a good, it's really a good point, excellent point. It's actually is one of the main sales points uh, in retail uh, on the unit. We don't short sheet you, and that's kind of some of the... What I mean by that is, is that all 14 compartments are are tied to the bottom of the bag, and we actually have a feature in it that Rick's come up with and his team uh, that's tied it together will last a long time, so the shafts aren't crossing one another. They come in and out, and by going to the bottom, they don't tear. That 14 way doesn't doesn't tear, and so. Um, a lifetime of our golf bags just they, they last a long time. Yeah, can maybe even too long sometimes. You know, <laughs> from <laughs> uh, a, from the retail from turnover. This is right? obviously Here coming from a retailer Here side and Here not from go. the customer side. Well, what we've done on the bag as well um, is that when it sits on the cart, and I know a lot of you are listening here versus seeing, but um, as I go through it, all the pockets are in front of you. We even have a little beverage pocket. For a wee spot, yeah, right, Stevie, just for a wee spot. Is your middle name Daniel by chance? Uh, okay. uh, no, it could be. <laughs> Give me my nickname anyway. Oh um, boy. And it's vented, um, and then so that's for the for the soda. So it has it has a cooler uh, aspect to it. And then what we've done on both is sides it, wait, of it is it an actual cooler? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Would you like a beer? Or I mean, a, a soda anyway. <laughs> no, it's actually is is uh, lined and it's vented and it's. Uh, and it's therefore uh, could put a six pack in, yeah, nice. or maybe maybe a little bit more. A uh, soda, people. a soda too. Yeah, diet if, if if you have if you if you may. And then what we're doing is the side pockets are waterproof, actual waterproof, and they're lined, so you can put a something of value, maybe your cell phone or watch or something like that into or your the deal. soda. No way. No soda goes <laughs> soda, soda goes over. soda goes over in that. I got another pocket for that. Um, and then, and then the front, and this is kind of cool. Uh, this is for the 2020 series. We put a magnetic valuables pocket, so um, it uh, seals easy in and out. Um, a lot of components, but here's the surprise. Okay, when you put it on the cart, every other bag you wrap the, the you know the, the, the strap, strap around. around to tie it to the cart and so forth. Don't do that with this little jewel. We have Velcro that goes around the back part of where the basket is, holds the car, holds the bag in its place, and it's easier. It doesn't get the bag dirty. Um, how many times, Stevie, I know you've done this before. You get in the cart, sitting with you, hits it, goes down the first fairway. There goes the $2,000 set bouncing on the cart path. Right? Yeah, forgot to close the strap. Didn't, didn't yeah. strap it all the way in. This is, this is a feature, and, and frankly, this is what sells a bag. 
um, the components of the pockets as well as this new little feature that we put on a couple years ago. That may, I think they make the cart straps out of sandpaper. It does. I think it just wears a row of across yeah. to any bag that it goes yeah. on to. So my well, question so. I have is: there's this thing on the top of it that looks like a little ah. box. I mean, what is that? Let's 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 dive into that. Such, an, such an observant lass she is. Yes. This is called a supercharger, and uh, it's the um, Phillips Bank. 7800 series there you go and what it is is uh, you charge it like you would charge your cell phone battery you stick it in a pocket that you have right on the side here it's actually goes right in the port there's a USB port that you stick on the side so now you've got your cell phone if it needs charging play a little music maybe in the cart and just kind of an added feature we put it both in the C130 as well as our 4.5 carry bag so if you're out in the middle of the round and your GPS goes out or your rangefinder goes out, it's literally you can actually charge it right off of Fantastic. your golf bag. Yeah. Now, does this come with? Is it? There's there a supercharged version and a non-supercharged version, or is there just the? No, there is. There's and actually there's a stand bag version of the C130 to boot. So you've actually got it in three different flavors. Very yeah, cool. It's very good. Very awesome. Good. Yeah, nice little option. So that's uh, that's one of my best uh, relative to cart bags. Is yeah. this there? Uh, how does this one sell for us? That as a single unit <laughs> is our best selling bag in the whole store. Really? Yeah. It's so a, the Sun yeah. Mountain C130 supercharged. Yeah, if you not the supercharged version, but the the family of C130. If you okay. if you uh, count that as a model, we sell more of that than any other bag. How many color options? Uh, fourteen this season. Yeah. yeah. And lot. what's and I think the question everyone has is basically what's the price. That's the uh, question. I know as a, I didn't know that's always my question. Depending on stand bag to uh, to supercharged version, somewhere in the uh, two thirty to kind of two sixty range, right in right. there. So depending right. on which model you want. Yeah, supercharger is a couple dollars more just because of the component. But yeah, and it's and the supercharger comes on uh, five of the different colored series. But we're going into camouflage now. We're doing. Um, we have one that we do the our American flag on. We're very proud of. Um, and so forth. Yeah, so it's it's got many many options that are you know that are part of that that family. And you guys um, who are listening or tuning in, I uh, Sun Mountain has a very wide um, range of products, all that are super well made, super um, uh, really well done. I basically uh, kind of ask Gary, let's just go with the heavy hitters, our best sellers, um, or the most interesting products. Um, to come in and talk with us today, the ones that we know uh, our customers um, really love and that we thought might be um, best suited as we go into the holidays um, or the ones that um, have really resonated um, with our customer base uh, primarily. So that's what we're focusing on today, huh? Wonderful. I'm excited. As we get off the couch... You brought a stand bag with you too, right? Figuratively. I, oh, just so happened. Just so happened to have this is What's hot this? off the press. I just got this in for the people that are viewing um, yesterday. We're making a series of carry bags, of which uh, the whole Morton Golf uh, uh, family has put together and, and helped promote the real lightweight carry aspects of it. Um, and we're calling it a 2 5 because that's pretty close to what it weighs. Um, okay, so I'm gonna stop you there. Two five, is that twenty five pounds? <laughs> Two point five pounds. Two point five pounds. An entire golf bag that weighs two point five pounds. Stevie wins a French fry. Stevie wins a French fry for that guess. <laughs> Mr. Bill Dixon is our winner with yeah. two point five pounds. I know. I know when we go over and hand a customer a two five bag in the store. That I mean, the reaction every single time. Yeah, is just wonderment how when, when we hand it off and they're like wow this is all this way is that's super exciting to people that yeah. walk and carry how can you even get a bag to, with its how can you even do that well what we've done is a couple of things they've identified obviously what the weight is you've, you've got a strap you've got legs and and then the whole components that go down to uh, you know the, the the full entries of a four-way or a 14-way bag yeah and so they've taken the uh, an idea of where do we find strong fabric that keeps its color, okay, and can be put the components together that can be in that two and a half or three pound range. So we found a nylon that's very strong. It's cross dye nylon, and um, you could even use it like in the, we we talk about parachute fabric maybe even, you know. 
then another part of the bag that's heavy is the leg. Legs, the legs weigh, be careful, it's going to fly away. Uh, we put the leg in a carbon fiber, uh, as well as some of the aluminum aspects of it. And by eliminating that, we can get the, the weight down to right at two, little over two and a half pounds. Billy, I could see you doing this, walking down the first fairway. Oh, it's beautiful. I still have one of your original 2.5 pound Sun Mountains, but this has so many more, as you said before, bells and whistles. It looks sharper, but... Uh, Kenny and I have taken a trip to Bannon Dunes, well, not, not recently, but for 10 years in a row, and we would always convert to our carry bags because you're walking only, and it's, it's, it makes such a difference to, you know, pack that on your back for multiple rounds. Yeah, and I mean, you, you compare it to a, a regular stand bag that, you know, some of them are in the 7, 8 pound That's, range. It, you know, again, when we're up there playing, you know, 18, sometimes 36 holes a day, it, you know, at the end of the day, you're just more fresh carrying the the lighter weight bags there's no doubt about it i mean by the time you pack your your golf balls your clubs i mean yeah. that extra five pounds really does yeah. make a difference up right? there i usually lose most of the golf balls by the end of the round so it's lighter <laughs> at the end than the beginning but uh you know um what kind of warranty do these bags have they cover um it's one of the great things about sun mountain uh this family of uh, of carry bag products and we have what's a two five which is the weight the three five and then a four five mm -hmm. and they all have just a few more pockets and so forth that adds a, adds a small amount. Um, and uh, the warranties, we go, you know, we look at a six-month warranty as a rule, but frankly, um, you know, anybody that comes in, one of the great things about being a uh, privately held, you know, company and customer service, as we talked about earlier, um, I don't know, you know, it's, we, we're very reasonable when it comes to that. Yeah, they're, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys have, you guys guys have experienced well that. Yes. Yeah, they're fantastic. We, we discussed uh, travel to Abandoned Dunes. That probably leads us into uh, a brand new travel bag uh, yeah. called the Cube that just came out, too. I know we should talk about. I'm going to throw a little curveball on this one, and then we'll do a transition. Yeah. This is brand new, and it's called the Ecolite. And so what we decided to do is we, we can make, this fabric is made out of 25 20-ounce 20 water bottles. This fabric on this bag? That bag as you see it. So all the recycle, we're part of the 1% membership, um, U.S. membership club. Uh, it's, it's now promoted all over. And, you know, we're trying to do a little part in it. And um, so that bag is made out of recycled uh, um, bottles. Good. Yeah, you'd never guess. I mean, it feels like yeah. a, uh, a ripstop nylon that, yeah. you know, you guys have historically used. Yeah. So, nice. so speaking of walking and traveling, we've got a couple of new things that are, um, that are really neat. Um, and this is the company that I work for. They have, it, it really never ceases to amaze me. I'm, I'm always looking at when is the next thing coming out, and then i got to study up on it and make sure I know what I'm talking about. But uh, we got a little thing here, and again, people that are listening to us, uh, I'm going to describe it. Um, it's made out of a ballistic fabric. It is about two feet by two feet square. You said, what? Two feet by, and it's a travel bag? Well, if I showed it to you, it's you'd like have a, to guess. It doesn't, it doesn't even Bond look that big. Briefcase. Yeah, yeah. Or, or it doesn't look too deep. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, it and does look like a That robot. was the guess. They, they put it in front of us and they said, okay, what is that? What do you think it was? Maybe it's an overnight bag you were going to take on the next flight that we're going somewhere. But then you see the, the wheels that are on the back. So this unit, uh, the ballistic fabric protects the expensive drivers and sets and so forth that we, uh, that we, that we display in it. It will fit any golf bag, even that big 10.5 billy, that big 10.5 staff bag. I've seen you look around a little bit. And it goes into, you can see where I'm coming from here, a whole travel bag process. With now, the legs see, opening this up, it's, it's, it is a full-size travel, mm -hmm. travel bag. That, he said two feet. I would say it looks like it's about 14 inches um, when it's when it's all um, yeah. compact. I mean, it's much smaller than two feet, in my opinion. Am I off on that? No, I, and again, I just, uh, you know, having a little bit of retail experience, we have um, some large, oversized SKB travel covers that are, like, plastic, that are the full Correct. plastic. And certainly from a protecting your golf set the most, those probably do it better than anything. But the challenge is, is when you get to the other end, 
any travel bag you bear. They're just big and they're bulky and. How are you going to get it in your rental in your car? trunk yeah. and yeah. and all that kind of stuff? If you have multiple and travelers, you're not getting four of those in a. In exactly, a and what I love stuff. about this is it's literally this you know, the size of a small carry-on that you would you know bring right. on on a airplane with you. So. Now, when you get Smaller to the airport, than a carry-on. Yeah. yeah. When you get to the airport, a lot of times they start charging you a little bit when you get it heavy. Right, and that forty, fifty dollar, fifty pound rate, um, and what this does is only weighs six pounds. It's a little, little over six pounds, and with a set, what's the set weigh, Bill? Probably um, twenty pounds or yeah. so. You know, Kenny, um, and so add that all together. We're in that thirty pound rate. Makes it easier to move it around a little bit, and then they don't, uh, you know, ding you for a little extra fee yeah. there. And this is brand new, right? I remember when you mm -hmm. walked in my office and showed it to me a couple months ago. It is. We just introduced it about a month ago, and we have it uh, on the shelf now. Yeah. Excellent. What's this retail for? It's gonna. It, we're going to. We're selling this at uh, two twenty nine. So that's okay. a pretty mm -hmm. reasonable. That's yeah. gonna be a it's great gift than, for than the holidays. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I love the colors. Colors. Too. I was just gonna ask. Yeah, colors. What are I, available? Yeah, what are they available? This is showing an orange, which I also like. I get sick and tired of everything only being in black. I'm going to mention that because I think Ken has shown up in gray every single one of our podcasts, even though I specifically tell him he can't wait wear gray. He looks great in gray. On, he, he matches our couch. He makes that look good. He matches our couch every single week. Yes. So I think he's it's just wearing it now. <laughs> I think he's just wearing it now just to drive me nuts. Spite. Yes, yes. yes. I think That's so. clearly the case. Well, we do Bumble. To answer your question, we do Bumblebee. Now, I know that people yellow? that are just talking about it, that would be yellow. Oh, yes, that would be yellow. <laughs> we do Inferno, which is what you see here. I have one that's called Bahama. I have a Tropical. I've got okay, a... Okay, um, so what are... what These aren't... The list goes on. What is Bahama? What is Tropical? Give me the layman's colors on that. Well, Tropical has got that uh, maybe a little blue in it, a little blue-green. Okay. Uh, the Inferno obviously has a red uh, tint Orangey. to it. has the orange tint to it. Um, and uh, we do a blue and we do a uh, gunmetal and... And so forth. And right now, it's interesting because most travel bags are black, right? Yeah. I mean, well, probably... when you, you get off the airport and you know you go over to the uh, uh, where they have all the sets Oversized. lined up, and, and literally every single one of them is black. Yeah. It's hard to tell whose is whose. Not with this. So sometimes you got to be a little careful. I could see, you know, you guys are doing a little vacation in Maui, and all of a sudden the set isn't there because somebody grabbed the wrong one or yeah. ran off with it or whatever. So this one you can tell. And so we're selling more of the colors than we are relative to the darker colors, kind of because of the new scheme. Yeah, I can totally see I that. I like it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like how Sun Mountain seems to um, look at problems that maybe not everyone has thought about and then think of solutions uh, to solve those problems. The cool part about Sun Mountain is a typical manufacturer they have an owner operator, and then they have an R and D team. And with Sun Mountain, that's one and the same. Rick is a mad scientist in the very best description of the word. I mean, all every design, every feature, everything, every good thing that's kind of come out of Sun Mountain has come from the owner. He is an, an inventor extraordinaire and somebody that you know the golf industry should be really proud of. He, I mean, it's amazing all of the inventions he's had over the years. Um, one of his more recent inventions is being sold across golf courses all across the U.S., <laughs> and that's a cart you ride on. You might explain that, too. He came up with this idea a couple of years ago, and uh, this is how creative, and he's crazy, um, And because we never really know what to expect. So he introduced it at the sales meeting, didn't tell anybody about it, and it's called the Finn Cycle. Now, Finn's the name of his dog, okay? And it is a cycle. That is, um, it has a lithium battery to it, has a 16 millimeter um, uh, back tire, and then a tire that is customized so that when it goes over French drains or any kind of bumps, it's real smooth over it. And it's balanced because of the front tire. It only weighs about 75, 76 pounds, so it's not real heavy. And um, it has a, a dual front and back disc brake. Um, has an operating time with the charge on the lithium battery. You can go a couple rounds easy, two, three rounds, depending on the course, like one as Hagen Oaks is, fairly flat. Um, and it came up with this idea. It's in a bunch of new colors. And it is, it is called the cycle. And it's, it, keep an eye on this because uh, we sold them a bunch of them in just a short period of time. And as we get into the 2020 season, 
Um, this is going to be uh, kind of a new fad, you know, that's hitting, hitting the new places. I've placed them in a number of spots, mostly re, um, resorts at this point. It sort of resembles a bicycle. Right, and where, where do the clubs go? Clubs sit right in front of you, so you get your handlebars, clubs are right in to fit any golf bag, staff bag or, or regular, right in front of you, and you just kind of tool around the, around the course, pull them in, pull the, the sticks in, stick them back. Yeah, it's like a motorcycle. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, they are, it's so much fun. It is fun. I would say it's closer to a bicycle than a motorcycle. And I think if you lived on a golf course, and I, I think this would be kind of a fun alternative to, sure. to just a golf cart like a yeah, cart. as, as yeah. something to... To have you'd definitely be different with yeah. in the fin cycle. What we're promoting is speed of play. Frankly, I mean, we could play golf, and you can join us if we all had one. Thank she, you. She can watch. We could, we could play nine holes. Literally, I I, I played with a buddy of mine at Tusum. Not anybody in front. Everybody. We, what we, the heck? we played in an hour. We played in an hour. Nine holes in an hour. Yeah. Um, it's crazy, and and that's what's happening with the ones we've placed. They've made reservations so they can go out early before the kids get up or, you know, and so forth, play nine. They play nine holes before work and, and so forth, and this is a, a quick way because how does it go? You go to your golf ball, you go to your golf ball, I go to my golf ball, meet you on the green, and, uh, you know, we play through. Yeah, so uh, if you want to look for f some more information, it's F-I-N-N -N Cycle. Cycle. Um, Sun Mountain's got it on. C-Y-C-L-E. Yep, and they've got it on their uh, their website. They're really, really cool. And you're going to see them pop up at a number of different golf courses across the country. All right. I think uh, that's about it with our time with you today. Well, thanks. 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 We're getting off the couch. We're getting off the let's couch. Let's get on We're the golf on the... course. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go take it and get a little bit of the scenery and, and uh, and you know, and and have some fun, and that's what it's all about. And I really appreciate you guys inviting me here. Thank we you very much. Thank you. Thanks. And if you have any questions, uh, feel free to to shoot them to us directly, or check us out, or check us check out our sponsor, MortonGolfSales.com. And we're about ready to start our next feature, uh, Hazel Rockets. So, or no, Jack next feature, Jack Bergeroni. Yeah, that's it. All right. Thanks again, Gary, for coming on the show. Very good. I'll bring a uh, little French fries. I'll bring the uh, the the, the, oh, the yeah. next time next we're time. in. Yeah, we'll see if we can get in, and we'll uh, we'll we'll have that I treat need those going. Cheese for us. The cheese fries. There we go. There <laughs> All we go. Right. Thanks, Thanks. Thank you very much. Thanks. Appreciate it. Mom's beef hash has a first name. It's from a can we see? But we all have another name. We call it untasty. We hate to eat it every day. And but if you, you ask us why, we'll say. Cause mama's hash tastes like trash and we should feed it to the dog. Welcome to the Jack Burgeroni Experience. Okay, well, well we're back. We're back. We had to take a little break so Jennifer could call Daniel. And, uh, you know, <laughs> she's very excited and in a good mood now. Yes, so. We could probably do a little Jack Burgeroni now, right? What the hell is Jack Burgeroni, by the way? She still won't tell us. She still won't tell us, right? right? She's okay. so embarrassed. We've she's gone speechless on us. <laughs> oh, perhaps you and I should, perhaps you and I should just leave, Kenny, and and let Jennifer speak to Daniel. Let's spot the tea. Okay, this week on the Jack Gregoroni Experience, we are going to talk about golf products that have revolutionized the game. Whoa, where would we begin with this one? I thought it was appropriate because with Sun Mountain being here, I really thought that the Eclipse bag with the stand legs um, was one of those products that would have made my list. Yeah. So, boom. Did that revolutionize trend. the game, though, or just... Yes. It did? Okay. Oh, well, that's my thought. Are you going to... Yes. Yes, it did. <laughs> um, so, there we go. That was my transition to Jack Bergeroni. Okay. Um, Bill can probably talk us through when he was playing, and they went from the gutta percha ball to the rubber golf ball. I knew this was coming. I, so. yeah, I figured. I yeah. figured this was going to come. Have you ever heard of the gutta? Right. Most people haven't. It's, what, yeah. Do we well, want to know? Bill what was is a it? youngster. It, it when was, I was a youngster, we played with a golf ball that was a leather <laughs> sack, for lack of a better term, with feathers in it. Yeah. And that's what people. That's what the golfers used to hit. Yeah. And See, I'm so naive and yeah. stupid. I'm like, did did I, I did you actually? <laughs> Jennifer, God oh my dang. word, no.
that was in like the nineteen I early nineteen hundreds. That, that I all did you actually play with? <laughs> yeah. I'm old, but I am not yeah. quite that old. Bill, meet Gobble. Gobble, yes. meet Bill. Yeah. Certainly, I'm not as young as Daniel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, okay. So. I would just like to apologize to anyone who's listening to us internationally for the amount of people who have tried to use a Oh, yeah, and I know my poor accent English accent. I can do a much on better one when I'm actually trying, but yes. that's okay. I won't do it anymore. Thank you. Sorry. All right. Okay. All right, who wants to go first? I well, I already went first. I did the eclipse bag. So no, you did that as a no. You only knew that because Gary talked about it. I talked about it okay. <laughs> twice. Yeah. I have a second right. one. So there's lots to choose from. I I right, I have one. Right, Lay on it. We we talked about it a little bit maybe a few weeks ago, but um, well, no. Let, let, I'm going to go with a different one first. How about the metal wood? That would be certainly something that's yeah changed the game Why? forever. It allowed greater distances. People increased their driving distance from what traditionally was just either a uh, persimmon, a block wood persimmon club, because again, woods used to be made out of wood, or it was a laminated uh, driver or wood where the, the wood was put together in layers. And then when the metal wood came out, the ball came off faster even way back then in the I would say in the early eighties, correct? Yeah. yeah. Taylor made created a club called the Original One. Yeah. Actually the Pin right. Seeker was actually the very oh, first was, was metal first, wood, okay. but the Pittsburgh Persimmon corrected. was the yeah. first mainstream yeah. one by Taylor Made. Yeah. 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 I kinda of so. feel Bill that you and I need to like just go we we need to like do them and then when we're done Can then, we'll, just then, then we'll let Ken okay. go in because once he starts talking Oh, he'll he has will have he'll have more than we will. Would okay. be my guess. I have one. Okay. Callaway Big Bertha. First oversized driver. Yeah, I, I would consider that uh, yep. certainly one. That was the first time that uh, Woods went oversized for sure. So. And still in metal, right? Yeah. And what was the reason why? Well, okay, go ahead. What about titanium? Yeah. Same with Callaway. Yes. And what 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 were they allowed to do when they made a titanium club? I don't know. Are we supposed to? Is no, this I, a quiz now? Yeah, I don't I'm know. talking yeah. to Kenny because right, I'm feeding Kenny. him, so he can explain it. Yeah. Well, I mean, titanium was much lighter weight Correct. than stainless steel, so, so they, we could actually make it even bigger yet. Still, which made so, it a great big Bertha. Great big Bertha. Yeah. Larger face, huge sweet spot, more distance, more yeah. forgiveness. Yeah. And on those early Callaway Woods, they eliminated the hosel too. There was the they were hoselless golf clubs, which no one else was doing that. And they would take the weight from the hosel and actually throw that into the head to make it even bigger. Correct. So there was a biggest big Bertha there for oh, yeah. a while too, and uh, and and uh, that's at some point USGA had to step in and say four sixty cubic centimeters was as large as you could get and have it legal. What about moving from hickory shafts to steel shafts or graphite shafts? So I, I believe that to be the case. There was actually a fourth shaft in there too with aluminum shafts. Right. So mm. you went from hickory to aluminum to steel and now graphite. I played hickory along with my feathery golf balls. Yes. Jennifer, Did that you? was probably going to be your next question. Really? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else? I have I have a couple more on my list. Let me just keep going because I I had to make I have to make lists for these because yeah, I ahead. have to research. Throw them out. The Izzo dual strap. I remember when I was a buyer because I am also old. Uh, I remember when that first came out when you were able to move from a single strap to being able to do more of a backpack style. Um, Correct. Just like now that Sun Mountain has created the legs, every stand bag has a dual strap on it. They all yeah. do right. now. Right. And so. that was such a difference for just um, ease. Comfort. Yeah, it, it helped spread the the weight across your shoulders mm -hmm. and, and actually put it on the uh, across the back rather than just literally Swear, just on like one. a backpack yeah. and your bag went straight across your back instead of yeah. tilting. Yes. Yeah. Huge difference. Yeah. But Mr. Izzo, he, he that was a, that was a big one. That's a good one Absolutely. on the list for sure. And then I also have uh, the Ping 1A putter. First perimeter weighted putter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, certainly belongs on the list, I would agree. And so. what sound did it make? Ping. Ping. Yeah. Ping. And speaking of putters, uh, the response ZT from McGregor, I think Kenny mentioned that a few weeks ago. It was the real large putter 
that uh, Jack Nicholas used to win the 1986 Masters. McGregor made it. Jack was, uh, that was his club this company at the revolutionized time. revolutionized the game of golf? It, it was the highest moment of inertia putter at the time. We just talked about moment of inertia with the stroke labs. Um, the size of it, no one had ever seen anything like it. It basically was about as long, as tall as my uh, drink right here. Um, it saved McGregor golf. Yeah. Right? They were on the verge of bankruptcy. Correct. How are they doing today? They don't exist anymore. Yeah. It saved, it, it saved them for the time being. Yeah. But uh, I think McGregor sold how many, I don't know how many thousands and thousands of those response yeah. putters. and Most it, of them to build. Yes. I yeah. do have I do have a collection. We mentioned that. But uh, yeah, so maybe not revolutionize the game, but certainly it, it, made, it, it made a big impact. It, it, what I think it did is it, it opened up the ability for the designers to not you know, just make a conforming traditional, traditional looking, putter. Yeah, and, it, you know, it led the way into things today like the spider putter and, correct. you know, the crazy by ping. And, and even after that, I remember those years following, every putter manufacturer had a giant putter of some sort. They yeah. all followed suit yep. to try to create that same moment of inertia yeah. to keep the face super stable. Remember Dave Pels came out with oh, the yeah. three, three ball. ball putter, which, you know, oh, then yeah. evolved into, you know, Callaway's oh, Odyssey's Odyssey, two yeah. ball putter. Correct. And, yeah, so... Uh, I would probably throw in there the Strata golf ball. That was the very first non-wound tour golf ball that came out. Uh, tour edition came out kind of at that same yeah. time too. Where right. remember how much that ball spun? Oh yeah, and you could you could it was hit it on yeah. the green and it would spin off every time. So I have something and it's a little off, but I would say tech fabrics, Gore-Tex, all of these stretchy tech fabrics, um, which I'm not sure. if that really revolutionized but I mean being able to play in, in inclement weather being able to um, uh, you know all the UV protective clothing all of the um, four-way stretch clothing all of all of that um, tech technical fabric fabrications on clothing yeah I don't think it's to me it's similar to the like the legs it's it's enhanced the game. It's allowed people to play better in, in the poor weather. I mean, there's a lot of things that it's done for, yeah. I know, for I mean, the golfer themselves. Back in the 1800s when you were playing golf, yeah. the, the waterproofness wasn't nearly as much as it no, is today. We just, we so. just got wet. Clubs yeah. flew out of our hands, you know, yeah. all those kind of things. We yeah. didn't have these tech fabrics. <laughs> those leather grips you were using, uh -huh. they were really yeah, slippery. Ass, so. yeah. Yeah. Don't forget about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, uh, what about soft spikes? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we take for granted now that all golf shoes don't have metal spikes on them but again when, when for, for not teasing bill when we grew up everybody was you, you'd hear the clip 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 as you're walking down the Any path, kind of path or yeah. yeah i remember and then that was also that also happened when i was a buyer that that switch from metal spikes to yeah. soft spikes um, and truly provide you know as much grip as a metal spike ever did nowadays and do way less harm to the greens yeah i mean greens were they, they, people would chew them up with metal spikes, and the quality of putting surface we have now is drastically different based on purely what's on the bottom of the shoe. Every step caused a little Christmas tree. Remember we saw yeah. them that? Yeah. You were just had to put through someone else's marks. No doubt. No doubt. Kim, what do you have? Uh, or Bill, what else do you have? That was my list. I've already named several. You have. Yeah, I haven't heard Kenny name anything. I know, he he's just, he's just expounded upon what we've brought to the table here. He didn't bring so. anything to the table this yeah. week. Failure, yeah. failure, failure. Uh, I would probably, um, uh, I, I would certainly say the, uh, just from their historic nature, like the, the 8802, the Arnold Palmer putter, um, you know. Why? It, it, number one, just because as many wins as it had with it. Um, Palmer used the same type of heel shafted Boy, uh, putter. blade putter right. his whole career and um, it was made by a whole bunch of different manufacturers but Wilson made it famous with the 8802 putter so probably maybe second to Ping's answer series that's probably the best selling putter model of all time um, just purely based on Palmer's uh, uh, popularity. I mean, there, there's been, I bet, millions of those putters sold over the, the course of his career. So I'd probably throw that in the mix, too. We could even say, I mean, as simple as uh, perimeter-weighted irons. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, in the old days, everyone played a blade iron. Um, and, you know, if you're a golfer, you know what that is. A forged club, sweet spot in the middle, as big as a dime, maybe. And then 
again through technology yeah. and innovation yeah. take that weight uh, and put it or take the weight from the back of the club and make it a cavity and put it in the front which allowed the uh, surface to be much more forgiving you could hit it on the toe or the heel and still get a lot out of the shot unlike the original blade iron so yeah that's another and, invention by Carson Solheim right. and Ping he, he again all golf clubs were forged at that time and he actually forged an iron and literally hand scooped the back, the back of out. the out of the, of the iron to make it perimeter weighted so yeah and truth be told the first offset golf club was his also and he didn't do it with the hosel of the golf club he actually did it with the shaft the shaft was actually bent to get the hands out in front of the head of the golf club a little bit and um usga or the ruling body at that point in time told them that it was illegal that they couldn't do that anymore so that came back in and made an offset hosel hmm. but that has there was this the uh, tendency to slice was far greater with old golf clubs than it is today yeah. very cool yeah all right, so I'm leaving it up to you guys. I know that there's probably dozens of great um, products in golf that we did not think of um, off the cuff. So um, we want your comments. Come on, let us know. What, what, yeah, we what are we missing? What are we missing? Yeah. Um, drop us a line, leave a comment, leave a, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. And with that, we want to thank you. For listening to this week's Hazel Rockets with Jen, Ken, and Bill. And Daniel. And Steve. And Stevie. Stevie. Um, If you like our show and want to know more, check us out at hazelrocketspodcast.com or please leave us a review on Apple. Join us next week when we have Cobra Golf coming in studio. Nice. And with that, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.